بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين وسلم تسليما كثيرا The topic of our episode today is called the dark side of our day-to-day life. We hope that we can put, if I may say, the dark side on the spot and examine what happens behind the closed doors a bit. Our guest today who is going to help us understand that side is Brother Ahmed Ammar. He has been a practicing lawyer for the past five years and he is primarily involved in real estate law and criminal law. Born in Lebanon and raised in Canada. Welcome brother. So let's start with this question. What are the main issues in our community that you have seen a lot? Well, uh, there's different perspectives on this. Uh, the issues of the community is very depends on the lens that you're looking through. I'll be discussing with you the lens that I see through, which is more the uh, criminal justice end of it. And also we'll touch a little bit on the uh, hopefully more favorable look, which is uh, the real estate aspect of it. Prior to becoming a lawyer, the uh, the issues that I used to see in the community uh, most definitely have changed after becoming a lawyer and practicing law. Um, I guess I can say that I've gone from being naive to uh, being enlightened from the lenses that I see now. The reason I say that is because unless you're really uh, into the dark alleys of our society, you mostly think that the problems with our communities lie primarily into regular marriages uh, breaking down or perhaps community centers breaking down and the conflict that happens uh, between our community members and our brothers and sisters. But uh, there is most definitely a more urgent uh, side uh, which is a need to be addressed and that is the uh, the lens of the criminal lawyer that I see. So from the lens of the criminal lawyer, I can tell you that our community um, is no different than any other communities in Windsor, Ontario. Mm-hmm. That being said, I, I know of brothers and sisters from the Muslim faith or whether they are uh, mm-hmm. cultural, uh, East Asian, unfortunately addicted to drugs, unfortunately burdened with mental health problems. And our community tends to really struggle with the ability to help in the rehabilitation process of people who are you know, addicted to drugs or mental health problems. And most definitely when these combinations occur, then more probable than not, these individuals along with their families are intertwined with the legal system, meaning that they're in courts for several matters and they're also in jails. Um, and they also become part of the system. They become a cycle of uh, repetitive in and out of jail. Uh, that's just one component. The other component is, uh, you know, just growing up just like anybody else, you hear of this person being divorced, or this person uh, happening in the relationship. You tend to just hear the headlines and not know the details. Now, with regards to my criminal practice, unfortunately, I see the details of that. Mm-hmm. Now, today happens to coincide with International Women's Day. That's right. Um, so, uh, I shout out to all the sisters out there who are um, part of the women movement who are trying to establish equal rights and, uh, inshallah, they are able to do that. Now, unfortunately, our community, again, although we adhere to uh, Islam and we, we attempt to at least hold the, the elements of Islam, which tells us how, how to treat our wives and how wives are to treat their husbands, many unfortunately side away from that. And we as a community are no different uh, than the other community who are committing domestic assaults on their partners and predominantly, overwhelmingly, 
these uh, individuals are unfortunately accused now of, of assaulting are usually males and the ones on the receiving end are females. And for, for a lot of time, our community was uh, really behind and assisting with the females uh, in their protection rather than uh, one, uh, the community needs to really address how to stop this. Uh, but in the meantime, until these events are stopped and people restrain themselves from committing any violent acts towards their partner, the people who they supposedly love. Um, there was a really shortfall as to where women can go in our community who have been mm -hmm. battered by their spouse. Yeah. Uh, but alhamdulillah, a few years ago, there was an initiative, uh, Nisa Homes, which came into our community very much addressing a need, and that is the sheltering of uh, women when, when needed. So the the problems in our community lie like any other community. We are inflicted by poverty. We are inflicted by drugs. We are inflicted by mental health problems. And most definitely, we are inflicted by uh, domestic abuse by men towards women. Inshallah, there is uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, the next generations are aware of these uh, problems. And once we are aware of these problems, then we can actually tackle these problems in That's order to right. solve them. The first step is to admit that we have problems. We have issues as well. That we have to tackle. 100%. Uh, they are definitely behind closed doors, and our community has a real taboo about speaking about That's mental right. health problems. Uh, our community has a real taboo about admitting that their children are addicted to drugs, and most definitely, there is there is most definitely a taboo about uh, about uh, domestic violence. Although it's prevalent in a lot of communities, this uh, this isn't uh, particular to any particular community. Unfortunately, it's more a system that has been established throughout the years all over the world, patriarchy, and and that's that's where it. Uh, the situations you kind of answer this question but did you have a different perspective of the world before you became a lawyer yeah again most definitely in, in any field you really get into you just uh, look at it through that lens whether you're a doctor whether you're an engineer whether you're a lawyer whether you're a politician uh, every single field or if you're just you know uh, into service industry whether you're a waiter or waitress any industry you get into you start looking at it from that perspective that's right so right now i'm looking at things from from a, a lens of, uh, of a lawyer whether criminal or real estate or um, immigration mm -hmm. um so i mean there, there's definitely also positive things that are happening in the community right, that's right so course. am i looking at things do i look at things differently 100 percent. it's impossible for me to look at it from a regular lens than than the lens i'm looking at it now and that's just because i cannot go back in time no you, you've, um, you've seen it so, all day exactly you, you see it all day but there's definitely positives that are happening in a community i mean the our community is also one of the most flourishing communities in Windsor, ontario mm -hmm. uh, we are one of the thriving computer contributors towards the business industry we are one of the thriving contributors towards the real estate industry um, you see the uh, the escalations in prices of homes. Uh, you see how a lot of uh, the families, although new to the country, are able to establish themselves, are able to establish a home, a permanent home through purchasing a home, establishing that's establishing the biggest investment one would make, arguably, in their life early on in, in life. So we, we see we see the if you drive by wine dots, you see all the new Syrian restaurants, Syrian stores, Iraqi, Lebanese. Uh, Chaldean. So you see all the cultures, you see all, all everyone thriving. And uh, so there's definitely a lot of positives. And you see that through any lens, but more particularly, I see it through the uh, the legal lens because I also see the people who come to me to want to do corporations. So these are people who are thriving, successful. Uh, so, uh, so yes, so uh, to, to answer your question, um, the lens of a lawyer is, is an interesting perspective because you can, you can see the good, That's you right. can see the bad. 
and at the end of the day you'll have to realize that there's definitely good and there's definitely bad just like the reality of life is that's right that's right now do you have more fears or concerns than before practicing as a lawyer I, I can I can tell you that unfortunately because you see the criminality that happens mm-hmm. uh, the, the savageness of some people you you sort of become very protective right? right meaning that you may look over your shoulder right mm-hmm. when at times you wouldn't look at your shoulder you may lock the door when at times you didn't lock the door especially in Windsor Ontario um, I remember growing up as a child our door was always you know how most homes they have two doors they the wooden door and they have the glass door our wooden door was always open just a glass door and people can walk in and out that's how that's I grew right. up but unfortunately I've seen break and enters I've seen crime I've, I've, I've read about them I've defended people um, accused of them some of them you know very well innocent and found innocent um, but the reality of the world is that uh, not everything is uh, is uh, just you know green dandy. and grassy yeah. and, uh, and like yeah not not everything is dandy if you want to put it in that perspective. <laughs> so there's there's definitely there's definitely fears. Right. Um, nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, it's still relatively a safe uh, safe city. Um, but again, when a person is uh, is engulfed by reading cases, doing cases, this is what you think about, right? So it's it's just different lenses. So it's it's still relatively safe. You look at crime rate in Windsor, Ontario; it's still good, right, compared right. to other cities. Yeah. But unfortunately, murders have gone up, um, crimes has gone up, um, different aspects. But that's normal with growth of any population. That's right. Population growth just means that more activities will happen. Mm-hmm. Activities can be good or bad. They could be thriving yeah. businesses or yeah. they could be criminal activities. Yeah. But uh, but yes, definitely, the, you look at things a little bit differently from that perspective. That's right. Now, you have seen a lot. So what are the blessings that people don't pay attention to, in your opinion? That's correct. That's an interesting question. Now, a lot of people have the view that, uh, you know, like you say, Alhamdulillah, look how others are doing. Like, like at least you're not suffering like others, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's, uh, in my view, that's, uh, that's not really a way to phrase it. Because everybody is burdened with different things. And Alhamdulillah for whatever you have, whatever burden you carry. Mm-hmm. But, but honestly, the blessings, I can tell you that having a roof over your head, uh, whether you're paying for it, whether your parents are paying for it, or whatever, whether whether whatever the money is coming from, having a roof over your head is truly a blessing. It goes it goes to be without saying uh, me seeing it from the criminal aspect world. There are people who are homeless. All right, yeah. we've all driven down also Blood Street, we've driven down different areas, mm-hmm. and you can see how how homelessness is overcoming our city. Right. So yeah, if you have a roof problem. over your head. Yeah, 100%. Every day you wake up, you say, Alhamdulillah, I have a roof over my head. So that that is a blessing. Um, If you are able to attend school um, safely, that is a blessing. If you have a home-cooked meal when you come home, that is a blessing. And those are blessings that we take for granted and we may not even think of them as blessings. We expect them. 100%. You come... You come home, you expect a mother or a wife or um, a husband or a son or a daughter to have uh, made that food for you. Like you have that expectation because because they've always done it, right? Um, but the reality is that's not the norm, right? The norm is, um, if, if you think about it, is that I have to prepare for myself, right? So if somebody else is contributing towards my success, towards my comfort, that is a blessing. 
right? Having a father figure at home is a blessing. Having a good mother figure at home is a blessing. Having siblings is a blessing. So there's countless blessings, right? Um, and and you know we 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 say it. We obviously our our uh, political system has a lot of uh, shortfalls, uh, especially towards the indigenous people, to minorities, uh, to uh, different genders. But in reality, there's still some blessings to take from this because as a society, as a community, we still have things that we can say alhamdulillah for right we're able to uh, proceed and move on with our day in order to achieve success in the next day so there's definitely a lot of blessings it's just that people need to take the stop taking things for granted and realize these are actually blessings from Allah so not not everything that comes to you is uh, that you know that that's a little bit burdensome you say oh look uh, this is cab this is something from Allah he's testing me because God also gave us a lot of blessings right it's just that we're too that's used right. to it we no longer admit it to be blessings but as soon I can guarantee you the moment these blessings are removed from you you will say oh Allah please give me give me back a roof give me back yeah. a meal give me back a good family member yeah. Yeah, subhanAllah. Now, does the level of education impact people's life from your perspective? So I'll tell you this. I, I grew up thinking that, and I still think, education is not necessary to be intelligent. Education, and by education, I specifically mean obtaining a degree. Um, it does not necessarily mean you're more intelligent because you have a degree. Um, it does not mean it does not mean you are better in society. It does not mean you have you should be better class. But unfortunately, our society also works in a way where you do need certification. So I'll talk about it from a lens of a certification. I'll use the word certification rather than education because one can be educated, self-educated uh, with never obtaining a certificate and that person can be very, very smart. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of doors are shut in their face. Obviously, there are those exceptions, um, but we'll talk about the general public. The general public, I can tell you this from my experience, me before uh, law school is different than me after law school, mm -hmm. both uh, financially, success in this world, and how treatment of people towards me, different things, right? It just opens up yeah. different venue. Yeah. The, the, I would say arguably, and uh, my mother, God bless her soul, she, yeah. always, she always used to say that the best weapon a person can have is education, because that's the only weapon no one can take from you. Mm -hmm. So no one can ever take away the education you get, the certification, your qualifications. No one can ever take that away from you. And whether you're becoming a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, a pharmacist, or all the other fields out there, psychiatrists, nurses, these are empowerment, mm -hmm. right? They are definitely skill sets that you're getting. And these skill sets, although you may have them, you can get them and by yourself. But you, if, unless you have that certification from a college or university um, saying, hey, yes, this person is certified, then it's different and difficult to pierce into the uh, market, which is the workforce of the world. Um, and now there's also a trend because a lot of people, especially from our community, we're very eager. We're a very eager community. That means we come to a country and we want to we want to attach ourselves to education because we were deprived of our education, obviously, because of colonial wars in our countries. We weren't able to continue there. But uh, we come here and we want to get educated. So you see a lot of the second, third generation, they're all achieving themselves. Uh, and then now it's to a point where people are telling you, well, no, you know, like you should still get the trades, meaning that going back to college and just getting a simple trade is actually yeah. good now. So whatever, whatever you do, whatever you decide to do, I would definitely say to uh, everybody out there that's listening that uh, education is the only tool that no man woman or society can take away from you most definitely that's that's a game beautiful, changer beautiful i feel that when you go to college or university or any education place uh, you interact with people who have different backgrounds you get introduced to different minds and ideas 
it makes you a little bit more open-minded and you start seeing the world differently. It makes you better not only because you get a certificate, but you are being forced to see people who have different cultures. That's my opinion about the matter. Of course, and, and you're absolutely right. And what you're saying actually is, is in tune with uh, with Allah Azawajal in the Quran that we were created also to to interact as communities, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. So me me attending universities and meeting meeting my brother Pakistani, uh, Indian, Chinese, uh, European, Asian, like I mean all these communities, and and not just meeting them, but actually appreciating mm-hmm. them and respecting mm-hmm. them and hoping that they they afford me the same kind of respect. And I can do what uh, treat them at least as uh, Imam Ali alayhi salam said to treat people either your brother in faith or equal in humanity, right? So it's most definitely and and with without learning about the others and without accepting the others, uh, there's always some sort of fear. And unfortunately, we all know about the fear, especially us living in the West um, as marginalized communities. Uh, we see how the media sometimes attacks specific communities, whether it's the Aboriginals, Muslims, the Blacks. Uh, we see how media attacks them and that, 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 that's built on that's fear, right? right? So uh, I, again, well, what you said is golden because it's not just about the certification, but it's it's actually ta'arafun about getting to know the other and unifying with the other so you can overcome whatever propaganda comes from the outside in order to, to defeat it as a society because we are one society nonetheless. Now we would like to end the episode with two pieces of advice, uh, one for the youth and one for the adults. Now it's, it's really always difficult to give somebody advice because sometimes advice uh, hits, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but uh, with regards to the youth, uh, most definitely, I would advise them of several things. Uh, they may not see it now, which, which is fine. When I was their age, I wouldn't see it either. Um, my first advice is attach yourself to your family members, your parents, your siblings. Uh, that's your backbone in society. Um, once you have a strength with your family members, then you can really accomplish anything. Attach yourself to education, attach yourself, if we're speaking specifically to our community also, attach yourself to the Quran, attach yourself to the Sunnah of the Prophet, attach yourself to the Ahlul Bayt of the Prophet. These these are these are entities that if uh, truly, if you hang on to them, you will not go astray, right? Um, and you, you know, we, the youth may think like, what do you mean go astray? Like, why am I gonna go astray? There's a lot in this world that uh, that as a youth you haven't seen and uh, you probably will not see for a long time and uh, you may never see them. I still haven't seen them because every day is a learning experience. So most definitely if you attach yourself to these bases, then uh, then at least you'll be closer to success both, the, in, the, both in this world and the hereafter inshallah. With regards to the uh, adults, I would say that uh, befriend your children, be support to your children. Um, hopefully your children will be there for you and you can be there for them. Uh, keep on providing. The life life will definitely give you its challenges. It will give you its curveballs. Society may do that. Uh, your friends, your family may sometimes fail you. But always remember that you're there um, and you're there for a reason. Make that reason your family, make that reason your community, make that reason something to give the baton to the next generation. So meaning that work hard so your children can succeed. Right, so there's there's nothing more that, that a parent would want than their children succeeding. Yeah. So the adults out there, the ones that are, you know, the ones that are still starting their life, obviously you're in the middle ground, you're between an adult and child, but the ones that have their children, the ones that are already established there, um, they're working day in, day out for the children. Uh, so you do that and the stresses of life may get to you. So my advice to them, 
most definitely is is the sabr never given to the temptations of the world um, never given to the temptations of anger and always remember that the person you're dealing with whether a spouse a child a neighbor um, that's another person who's also dealing with, with the stress of life so always be there we're, we're here for 30 40 50 70 80 years 100 years but at the end of the day we move on and uh, always remember that you'll need that amal. so i guess when you're as an adult you're you're closer um, not that there's a specific age for for death, but in general, um, as an adult, you're closer to meeting your creator. Every day is a day closer to meeting the creator. So, so always keep that in mind and always work towards that. And every action you do, do it for that That's reason. Right. That's right. Thank you greatly for the discussion that we had today. Very valuable. Inshallah, our brothers and sisters will benefit from these words. I personally benefited. And inshallah, uh, they do as well. Please, uh, brothers and sisters, share this content with your uh, friends and family members if you liked it. Also, share with us your feedback or any questions that you have for me or brother Ahmed Ammar. And we are more than happy to answer these questions. With that, we reach the end of our episode. So stay safe and see you next time.